Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stibben Zang Show, episode 56. Uh, in today's episode, we will be talking about the NFL, AFC, NFC Conference Championship Games. Uh, talk about the crazy divisional round uh, weekend, maybe the best of all time in my lifetime, I'll probably see. Uh, and then uh, maybe a little UFC uh, talk, Eric, our reactions to the fight, uh, what's next for some of these fighters. But as always, uh, before we jump into the episode, it is brought to you by our sponsor, Hot Streak Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two, three players in the N- uh, NBA, um, the NFL. Uh, watch your favorite teams make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus when you use promo code Hot Sauce. So get Hot Streak Fantasy app now. Every week, we'll say it a quick, easy way for uh, gambling, uh, sports gambling on an app. Uh, bets coming live every uh, few minutes. So make sure to jump on that if you are willing to lose or maybe win some money uh, this weekend uh, with the games coming up. But uh, before we jump into the episode, roll it! Welcome back to the Stibben Zang Show, episode 56, NFL Conference Championship Games Weekend, Eric. But uh, before we talk about that, let's talk about the crazy uh, week in divisional, the divisional round that we had, uh, Bills, uh, Chiefs, Bengals, Titans, uh, 49ers, Rodgers. I mean, crazy stuff went down last weekend, Eric. Uh, just your reaction, is this best football you've ever seen in your life? Oh, oh by far the best, like... Just everything. It was literally what? What was it like? Uh, it either went to like last punt, uh, last kick, or like literally like last second. Oh, th- yeah. this is what playoff football is all about. This is why we love this sport. This is why we love sports. This is why we talk about sports. It's just it's it's these close games in the playoffs. Everything's on the line. Every like milliliter matters. Like every inch, ma- like everything matters. You gotta be on. Uh, this is this is why I love football. Listen, it was. The Bengals won it with a kick. The 49ers yep. won it with a kick. Um, Bucks and Rams won it with a kick as well, Matt Gray. Yeah. And then and then Chiefs and Bills uh, won it in overtime. overtime. Craziest yeah. game that we will probably see in our in yeah. my lifetime. I mean, Eric, just let's talk about one stat here uh, for that Bills-Bengals game. Four uh, go-ahead changes in the last two minutes 25 point points scored as well in the last two minutes that right there is all you need to say about that game four yeah. go-ahead score changes in the last two minutes that is insane uh yeah. man what a weekend but let's jump in uh to some of these conference championship games we'll, we'll also talk about uh the divisional games while we discuss that yeah. uh but the there's only two games uh two matchups left four teams left the final was the final four uh what do they say in march man is the elite no it's not the elite eight that's the elite uh, eight final and four final, final four, four. Yeah. we're at the the final four uh let's start in the nfc air before we get into the the goal here of the afc uh 49ers versus the rams eric 49ers coming off a huge upset win versus the packers 13 to 10 um aaron Rodgers, a lot of question marks about that we can discuss that as well um rams they come off a huge win versus tom brady and the defending super bowl champs they win 30 to 27 like we said game winning field goal eric uh this was this was some crazy matchups man the 49ers aaron Rodgers. i mean we were here last week discussing how the 49ers yeah okay they got a a, a flimsy win against um who they play before the uh the packers again Oh, the Dallas. Wild card. Dallas. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Dallas, I talked about what I thought about Dallas and how, yeah, yeah, they could choke. And I wasn't surprised about that for sure. But now this 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 Packers game, Eric, in Lambeau Stadium, it's snowing. Jimmy G plays in San Fran in the sun. He doesn't have to deal with snow. None of those players do. But they come into Lambeau, Eric, and they put on a defensive yeah. show for the fans at Lambeau Stadium and yeah. for 49ers fans. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had the worst QBR rating of the season, his worst game of the season. Um, kept looking for Devontae Adams. Uh, he got targeted like 20-something times, I believe. Uh, just had his worst game. Missed some open uh, passes at uh, you know Alan Lazard. He was running across field. That was that big play, the third and uh, long play, and uh, he tried to go with Devontae Adams. Well, uh, 49ers, Jimmy G. Eric. They scored six offensive points. Six offensive points. I mean, that's 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 what all they can muster, Jimmy G, uh, yep. and that offense. However, they get a blocked 
punt attempt for a touchdown and then a block field goal. And so that's how they win. They take away the extra points. What do you know, Eric? Special teams, wins you games. Who would ever heard of that? Uh, yeah. But yeah, insane. Now, what the question now for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, give, before you get into Aaron Rodgers, give credit to Jimmy G, I guess. You know, Jimmy G, I, you know, wasn't praising a lot last week. Even yeah. this game, he didn't really do much. Uh, but he showed up clutch in the last two minutes, got them in field goal range, and they were able, Robbie Gould was able to kick the field, uh, game winning field goal. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers now, Eric, Aaron Rodgers uh, undecided about his future in Green Bay. Uh, a lot of question marks. You know, he says he doesn't want to really be a part of the rebuild, which is odd because they don't really have that many contracts up. They have yeah. Robert Tanyan, a few other players, but not really anything, you know, crazy to start a rebuild. I mean, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, too. Uh, yeah, he says he doesn't want to be a part of it and he might look elsewhere. But here's where things it gets tough for me to understand. He says he doesn't want to be a part of the Green Bay Packers. So where is he going to go? Well, <laughs> you know, he's late in his age, late in his career now. He's looking to get to another Super Bowl with a dominant team. But Eric, if that's the case, it's the NFC, right? He's got to go through the NFC to get to the Super Bowl. There's no hmm. chance Aaron Rodgers is going to go sign or get whatever to an AFC team. Yeah. Uh, because if you look at the AFC, you got the Bills, you got the Bengals, no doubt now trying to top yeah. dogs up there. I mean, you still have the Titans, you got the Chiefs, you got the Chargers yeah. next year, who I expect, man, to, to bounce back, hopefully. Uh, got some tough teams in the Colts, Browns, Ravens, Eric, they had bad seasons mm-hmm. this year. Uh, who knows uh, if they can come back next year? Maybe, uh, you know, situation in Cleveland, they figure it out. Obviously, we know the Baltimore Ravens are always going to be competitive, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it kind of made even New England, Eric, uh, they could be a good team next year. Who knows about the Dolphins? It's just a lot of question marks. I don't see why Aaron Rodgers would want to go through the AFC uh, and no. compete against, you know, Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Joe Burrow. Why would he want to put him through himself through that? So then I start looking at the NFC. And so I'm looking, and I'm like, well, the NFC East, not going to sign there, right? Uh, Dallas, Philly, he's not going to want to go to any of those teams. Yeah. Dallas already has their quarterback. NFC North, you got the Packers. Vikings, he's not going to go to Bears, Lions, and he's not going to go to a no. divisional opponent. I don't see no. why that he would do that. And then the NFC South, you got the Buccaneers, who questions with Tom Brady. I don't know. I don't expect Tom Brady to retire. Yeah. We'll get more on that uh, when we talk about mm-hmm. him. The Saints, Eric, are a possibility. I saw. But Sean you know, Payton just left. Exactly. Sean so, Payton just stepped down, um, yeah. and they got their quarterback in. Uh, Man, I'm so bad at remembering names. Jameis Winston. Thank you, Jameis Winston. Yes, he was also a former Buck uh, in Saints. And then you got the Falcons, who can move on from. Uh, oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna forget all the names, Eric. Something's wrong with my memory today. What? Matt, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I know. Matt Ryan. Carolina's got Sam Darnold. I know that. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. So, you know, if they move on from. Matt Ryan, I don't see why Aaron Rodgers would want to go to the Falcons either no. way because they're also no. in a rebuilding situation, mm-hmm. right? And then you go NFC West, you got the Rams, you got Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. Cardinals, uh, they got Kyler Murray, 49ers, Jimmy G. I could see him go there. And then the Seahawks got Russell Wilson. Yeah, so, so the so right only team, those, yeah. 49ers and the Saints. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So, Eric, yeah. this talk about, you know, I don't know about my future. He could stick with the, the green. I think for me, his best case scenario is sticking with the Green Bay Packers. And they try, you know, even with the free agents that they have, the Green Bay Packers are still going to be lethal with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. I just don't understand where he expects to go right now. If he wants to compete through the AFC, yeah, there's a bunch of other teams. You know, you can go to Denver maybe uh, if he wants. Uh, The Raiders, I don't think, are going to move on from Carr and pick up Aaron Rodgers. I don't Mm -hmm. know, really. So, like, the Broncos and the Colts. But even then, Eric, you're just competing with the AFC juggernauts. I don't exactly. understand. So I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going to go. I don't know what he's going to talk. He was saying the same stuff last year. So who knows what he's talking about? You know, maybe he's heated. Uh, maybe he's embarrassed to come back and try uh, and run it back in case he loses uh, another playoff game. But, man, he has to come back to show redemption to himself, to the fans of Green Bay, avenge that playoff loss. I mean, they go out. Super Bowl favorites, dark horse, not dark horse, Eric. I was talking about Green Bay and how if their defense impressed me, I might have taken them for the Super Bowl. Obviously, their defense tried their best, but it was the offense, surprisingly, Aaron Rodgers and the offense that couldn't get it done. Worst game of their seasons. And we know how Green Bay relies heavily on offense, and that kind of just skipped our thought. Hmm, what if Aaron Rodgers has a bad game? Well, that's what happens. So it's going to be interesting these next few weeks to see where he plans on going, what you know his discussions or whatever and stuff like that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. I love him. 
But you have to admit, yeah. he had a bad game, and you can put a lot of that loss on him. Uh, and I, you know, I couldn't agree. Uh, I couldn't agree more with that with that statement about Aaron no. Rodgers. Uh, uh, he needs to shoulder some of that blame for sure. Oh, oh for sure. Because as you said, even when you were talking, the two teams that popped in my head were the Saints and 49ers. And I, I thought Saints, maybe not Sean Payton left. There's no reason to go there. But all, like without Sean Payton, the Saints are nothing, right? That's, and that's it. Like, Michael Thomas, uh, who knows what he wants. If he's going to stick around the Saints too, exactly. maybe he's going to want to. I'm not sure. Maybe they head into a rebuild. You're right. So I don't know. And then, and then you have the 49ers is, hey, they're going to go far. But why would you want Aaron Rodgers? You just beat him and then you still have Trey Lance. As your like exactly there's no reason there's no reason to get Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers right now Green Bay is probably the best situation he can be in, uh, but obviously it's tough, right? Because the like he doesn't really like the team, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, I know. it's kind of tough, right? Especially but, Jordan, it's a bit it's a bit sour the relationship right now. Exactly, but it's tough. Like you you can you like he he did all this talking, right? He went on all the podcasts and everything, and like, eyes, yes, the whole exactly. COVID thing. Yeah, and then after he comes out and doesn't perform, you know what I mean? Like we're we're gonna talk about this later, but like you have Nganu over there, he was talking like and everything, and like he he came, he wanted to show something, and then he, he performed. You know, it's a little different here with Aaron Rodgers, where he who's trying to show that like he's an elite quarterback, but hey, you got you got to do in the playoffs, you know. So and also Aaron Rodgers is zero four against San Fran in the playoffs. They own him. Yeah. They own Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. In the <laughs> I mean, at this point, I like one in three. Sure. Whatever. Aaron Rodgers beat the 49ers. He moves on to the conference championship games. That stat doesn't get looked at so much. Yeah. Now he's 0-4 against the San Fran 49ers, Eric. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to want to run it back because I don't know where else he expects to find success in the league right now because mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to the AFC if I was. I'd stay away as far as possible from the AFC if I were him. Uh, but they're out now. The 49ers, Eric, uh, they got to go uh, into Los Angeles now, play the Rams and Matthew Stafford. Um, and now, you know, Stafford had a huge game uh, against the Bucks, huge. Eric. Yeah. He, he, was, he performed like the quarterback he was traded to be, right? Yep. That's the quarterback that the Rams pretty much dealt their whole future, a lot of their future for, right? A lot of a few first round picks in that trade. And yeah. so uh, that's the guy they needed him to be. Uh, zero turnovers so far. Um, and right now, uh, for for the Rams, uh, it, it's looking real good. I, I'm going to take them to win this game, uh, for sure. He has no turnovers, Eric. He's poised as right now in the playoffs. Um, you got Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Jalen Ramsey. Your offense, uh, your offensive line with Andrew Whitworth. You got Odell, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers is having a great playoff so far. Mm-hmm. Both the O-line and D-line showed up against the Bucs. That's a huge yep. sign that could uh, be a huge impact into, into the next game. Uh, but that's it. The, the, the money line right now uh, for this game, Eric, is under three and a half favorites for the Rams, over under 46. Also, can we talk about the fact that Cooper Cup was that open versus the Bucs? Yeah. <laughs> what is that about? Especially this guy's going to be in too. top five in MVP voting. And yeah. you just throw like, like it was backyard ball or something. Like, yeah. oh Matthew, oh yeah, yeah, that's all Matthew Stafford had to do. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, okay, Cooper Cup, yeah, just straight down the field. Like, what was that coverage? I mean, yeah. I don't know, like they, uh, what the play was. I forget what happened if they blitz or were showing blitz or anything. But man, there was some safety cross up there. You saw the linebacker dive in and the safety. Yeah. Um, he was just a step behind. I don't know how you let a play like that happen, but man, that cost the Bucks their playoff uh, hopes. I mean, they were on their heels, the Rams, on their heels, Eric. They had no answers for the Bucks, uh, but at least they, they were able to win the game. But um, man, yeah, for sure. Like w- I talked about last week, the D line was would have to show up, and that's what they did. Aaron Donald, Von Miller was huge. Uh, we knew uh, Whitworth, not Whitworth. Um, we knew the right tackle for the Bucks was going to be uh, for was going to be uh, injured. Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs. And what did they do instead? Okay, well we're going to go after a left tackle, Donovan Smith. Uh, he got bullied that game by Von Miller and Aaron Donald, so that was a tough showing for him. But man, right now the Rams are looking real good. You know, you got Cooper Cup, Cam Akers in the back, and your defense is playing well. Your offense is playing well, and you're going against this Jimmy G 49ers team, Eric. That is miracle on the field right now at this point. Yeah, <laughs> defense is showing up. Uh, the 49ers, uh, Jimmy G, I guess he's doing his job, I guess when he's asked to do, but he's not really being an impactful player. Debo Samuel, obviously, as we know. Um, so it, it, for them to win, Eric, the 49ers, like I said, Jimmy G, I'm 
try and get the ball out of his hands, give it to Debo or someone else, George Kill, yeah, exactly. uh, or g- just give it to Debo. Man. He can just run wildcat, wildcat quarterback. I'll still say yeah. it. But anyway, uh, their defense, man, their, their linebacker core with Fred Warner. Can we talk about a game that Fred Warner had against the Green Bay Packers? I mean, he was a monster that game, Eric. Nobody could, had an answer for him. He was huge. Nick Bosa was huge. I mean, that defensive pass rush uh, yeah. is going to be huge for them to beat the Rams. You need to force Matthew Stafford to throw turnovers or commit um, turnovers like he's been doing when they face each other. These teams have faced each other already in the season air and Matthew yeah. Stafford has turnovers in those games. Okay. Cause the 49ers defense is there's just crazy amount of pressure for, it. and that's what he does. He throws in a double coverage or, you know, he'll fumble the, the ball. Uh, if he gets tackled, we've seen it before when these two teams have faced. So they're going to have to do the same thing. Fred Warner is going to have to be that speedy linebacker core is going to have to be dangerous. Um, Jimmy G, like I said, yeah, going to have to get the ball out of his hands. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has been Sean McVay six times in a row, in a row. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to, I don't know. I mean, playoffs are a different game, uh, but man, I mean, that's crazy. It's, it's going to come back, come down to the defense uh, for the 49ers. If, but if the defense takes a step, I don't expect them to be because they are monsters right now. And they know that for them to win this game, they're going to have to show up. So I expect them to be show up and be ready. Uh, but yeah, I just don't think this offense will be able to compete with uh, the Rams offense. I know the, the offense good, big, you know, blockers, Debo Samuel runs the ball down your throat. That's what they love to do, run the ball upfield. Uh, and then, you know, maybe other play calls where Jimmy G has to throw the ball to George Kill specifically, but that's what they're going to have to do. That rush, Debo Samuel's going to have to have a big rushing game, but man, I just don't expect, I've said this last week, I might just might bite me in the ass again, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know how the 49ers are going to be able to compete with the Rams. Packers had a bad game. Aaron Rodgers had a bad game. Even if Matt, like, there's still the defense for the Rams that could help them out, bail them out. That's why I have more confidence than them, than the, the Packers. Uh, man, I took them to beat the Bucks. I had a lot of confidence as Ram team early on the season. I said they're a dark horse to win the Super Bowl. Now they are want to win from that, from reaching that spot. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Rams. I'm gonna take the Rams to cover outright because they're gonna win this game uh, under three and a half. And I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna say over 46 points, Eric. I'm gonna go okay. with the Rams. Okay, good. Okay, great analysis. Yeah, also, like, I was I, gonna mention this yesterday. I last week. Every time you say great analysis, I chuckle. It's like yeah. it's like I got your approval, or like it's like no, well, oh, it, like, it's like great analysis. <laughs> great analysis. No, it, it's whatever you say. I'm gonna add on to type thing. You know, like uh, what? I'm I'm just supposed to talk and like it's just to be it's like, like <laughs> oh, it's like one of these days you're gonna be like one of these days you're not gonna say I'm gonna be like what the fuck? Where's my <laughs> bad analysis? Where's my great analysis? Okay, I, fair. Find it. I chuckle every time you say it. Okay, but okay. proceed with your own analysis. Okay, thank you. Um, but yeah, last week we, we both said the Rams were gonna win. We I even said I don't know if we can we can probably clip probably won't clip it, but we I was like, okay, we'll put the, the Stim and Zhang show name on the line. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, Rams are winning Brady. this. We better we, we, we both better against hey this is rare, man. This doesn't happen often, and they were underdogs too, but it was just something about the Rams, the way they were playing, and obviously they didn't end the season too well. But it was just something about this team, like Fresh the start, additions on defense, like and everything. It was everything. It was like the the games they had against the Cardinals. It was like they were rolling, and especially last week, what they showed against the Bucks. I know they almost blew that lead, but the fact that you can almost blow a lead and then just be like, okay, let's focus, and then in the clutch win that game and just focus in. Matthew Stafford, he he, he played like obviously he doesn't get to the playoffs often, but he played like. He knows what to do in the playoff. You know, he's a clutch guy. Cooper Cup was breaking ankles there. Mm. And, like, okay, it, it, it's like – I just like you that said, last play. The last play, yeah, yeah, He just – but the play before that, like, he's he's hard to cover, man. Like, oh, he yeah, broke he that is. guy's – he's hard to cover. So, it's like, we can say, like, oh, why don't you cover him? But, like, it's hard. It's, I he's know quick, it's hard. Man. <laughs> well, like, we're going to talk <laughs> about NFL Chiefs, Chiefs and Bills and what happened there. But, man, yeah. like – you he's top five in MVP voting there yeah, oh, as a yeah, wide okay. receiver. Like yeah. you should know how dangerous this guy is on exactly. the field. And the fact that he's behind you, that's like mm-hmm. a huge defensive problem. That is exactly they screwed up horribly on that play. Yeah, that sure, cost them sure. the, the game. You can't let a guy get behind you down the field. And yeah. Matthew Stafford's like playing backyard ball catch with his son or something. Just, it was did you see it was, it was this is Matthew Stafford and Chuck. <laughs> He just threw all he had to do was no, throw it his mediocre pass down the middle of the field. He was wide open. Obviously, he didn't catch ball. <laughs> how does that happen? I was I watched the game and I was like, how? If I'm a Bucks fan, how like am I not pulling my hair out? Like 
how do you let that happen? I don't get it, but man, they're going to be looking at that play, the coaching oh, yeah. staff and, and tearing their hat. Like how the hell did we let that happen? Like literally when Matthew Stafford took a step back, throws yeah. it, like the ball was in the air for like a good, like yeah. five seconds. It was like, Oh my God, wait, what? And then Some you see Cooper come. See, I was like, Oh it was, no, that was amazing though. But just shows like, Hey, this team is good. And it, it's so weird. Cause it's like, you like they still had like what a 40, 50 yards just to get in field goal range or something. Yeah. And just given that much space, it's like, well, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. He like, ran down the field, got tackled at the 15 yeah. yard line and boom, Mac Ray, like every day he's going to knock yeah, that down. So one of the reasons um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't have as much, like I'm not going to put the Stephen Zhang show name on the line for this, the, this Rams game, but I do have the Rams winning this game. But the only thing is the 49ers, it seems like, they figured out Sean McVay, you know what I mean? But yeah. this is not the same team. Obviously, they have, they beat them twice this year, but the uh, the four other ones, like Jared Goff, whatever, you know? So for this game, it's more about – it's like the, the last game they played of, of the season, it was basically a playoff game for the San Fran, right? Yeah. Because like they, they had to win that game. So the fact that they won in overtime, they showed their defense, they got turnover they, – uh, they, they made the uh, Rams get turnovers. Like they played a really good game. And that's why it's kind of scary for me to say, like, oh, I think the Rams are going to win because San Fran with Kyle no, Shanahan, yeah. the, the way they've been going, like the Cinderella oh. story that's happening right now, they barely made the playoff. They were one overtime away from the playoffs, like probably one coin flip away from the playoffs, you know? So it's like uh, the fact that they made it this far. Yep. There's and, magic happening in San Fran. That's what Oh, for saying. sure. And Kyle Shanahan, he, okay, even the team from two years ago that made the Super Bowl, that offensively they're decent, but it it wasn't even that much better but than the defense is looking like itself from two years ago. Exactly. That obviously That's they the lost thing. like Richard Sherman, but like doesn't matter. You know, like no. it, it's it's basically the same defensive team, and like uh, I, I don't know that their defense is so good, man. Yeah. And it's playing like they did when they made the Super Bowl. So that's what exactly. the big component is. Just the offense was a little bit better. Jimmy G yeah. looked a bit better. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know he's injured. He's got the injured throwing hand, mm-hmm. but uh, Jimmy G is like. I don't know what happened to me. You know, he was the heir to Tom Brady. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows what it would have been under Belichick? I don't know, but um, but he's not playing he, the best right now. But it, it's and like, is that his potential? Like, his next year is, that's is he what I'm out saying. next year? And Trey Lance is a quarterback. Like, I don't mind that. Like, if I'm a 49ers fan, I wouldn't want Jimmy G to be my starting quarterback for exactly. the next year. Because we know he's a system QB. He always will be a system QB. Like he, he will never be like a like a. Uh, you that, need that to guy. build offensive schemes that mm. will you know let him be successful. Because he's not the guy like yeah. the Stafford or the the Mo. Yeah. He's not that guy. So mm-hmm. so the thing is with Kyle Shanahan in place and the system he has and the defense, you could still win a Super Bowl. Like they almost oh, showed yeah. it two years ago. They could they should have won that Super Bowl too. Yep. So this team, hey, they could realistically win this game. And it's probably, I'd say, 55-45 in, uh, in favor of Rams. But they could win this game. Love what Dubo Samuel is doing. Like, the addition of like, his rise this year has completely changed the, the path oh, yeah. for, the, for the 49ers. Completely changed. And he's going to make big money. Oh, for sure, for sure. And George Kittle's been doing playing good, but obviously not like elite, elite level. Yeah. But he's still playing really good. But, no, it's his defense. But uh, I'm rambling a bit right now. But I, I, I'll have the, I have the Rams win this game. I have the, uh, this game going over, and I have them, I say, cover. Uh, yeah, Rams to cover outright. Win, yeah, Rams. Now, here's yeah. the thing about covering. Rams under three and a half favorites. So that means the 49ers cover if they lose by less than three and a half, um, which is like, it's it's a tough bet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Under three and a half points, uh, you know, it's like a field goal, basically. But, but yeah, it's been like, happening. It, it has been. It's been happening. Yeah. I just, it, that's a tough bet for me for the 49ers. Like, if they were to lose this game, Eric, I think it's going to be by, like, a touchdown, you know, mm. or six, seven points, something like that. It's just it, – it could be yeah. close. It would. It could be a bet. If you're, if you're willing to, to put that money down, makes you know, if you're willing to lose money because you would get a profit, obviously, I would maybe bet on the 49ers to cover if you're willing to uh, spend that extra money because it is a possibility with uh, that defense, keeping them in close, keeping them in the game. Uh, it's just their offense for me. Six offensive points. That's all they can muster against the Packers. Uh, Packers are not as good defensively as the Rams. And so that's why I'm a bit hesitant uh, that they're going to mm. be able to be close. with. But their defense is going to keep it close. That's what I'm saying. But mm. I'm taking Rams as well just because the defense I like and their offense I like way more. And even if mm. Matthew Stafford and the offense have a slow game, I still think 
well, I mean, the defense being consistent, but right now the way it's playing, it will mm. keep them in the game. But uh, it, it yeah. would be so much better for the, the NFL, too, if the Rams won, too, because we've seen what the like, 49ers can win the Super Bowl, but we've seen that already, like but the defense and whatever. But like yeah. the Rams McVay, in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. It, they, they had their chance, uh, remember? They had yeah. their chance. They lost but, that Super Bowl, too. But this would be so much more exciting. I feel like if the Rams make the Super Bowl, especially now with Matthew Stafford and, and instead of Jared Goff, yeah. it, it's because, like, Let's say if it's 49ers Kansas again, it probably will be a, a good game, but it, it won't be the same as as I, oh, Kansas. Oh, yeah. I see what you yeah, mean. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm not saying Bengals. We'll, we'll talk about that right now. But uh, yeah, how the fuck? Are, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, yeah my bad, my bad. Cool. You just say <laughs> shit. I didn't even realize. I'm like, why is he talking to Chiefs? Uh, see, <laughs> tormenting my mind. All right. Anyway, <laughs> talking about Bengals and Chiefs, Eric. Cincinnati pull off a huge road win versus the first seed Tennessee Titans, nineteen to sixteen. Eric, FYI, you took the Titans. I, I took did. the Bengals because I'm always going to take the Bengals. You know, that's that's not your fault. I'm always going to take no. them. They could have lost, but mm-hmm. Bengals coming off huge. Eric, Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow, have you seen that animated picture yet of Joe Burrow with the glasses? Yes, yes, yes. It yes. is fire. It is cold. It is badass. Joe Burrow, Eric, got sacked nine times. Nine times to a gross defensive line of the Tennessee Titans. Maybe the best defensive line in the playoffs, but not there anymore. Anyway, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times and still ended up winning the game. That is a playoff record for Joe Burrow. Congratulations. Eric, um, so they come off a huge win. Evan McPherson, that kid's a nail gun. I mean, he is going to get laid in the Cincinnati. (laughs) Let me tell you, Uh, 52 yards kick. I mean, that guy is uh, just nail. All season has been a nail gun. Only kicker drafted in last year's draft, FYI. And he hit that dead center, no problem. I had no doubt in my mind because that's what he's been doing all season. Went four for four that game. By the way, all his jerseys are sold out right now in the Bengals shop, uh, so you can't get any. Uh, but they come off a huge win. Defense was good, Eric. They were able to stop Derrick Henry. His longest run, I believe, was nine yards. Um, so that, that that's definitely something to look forward to uh, coming into this next game. Um, but, yeah, obviously, you know, we got lucky, I will say. Ryan Tannehill what, did play, had, had a horrible game, threw interceptions, had turnovers. Uh, and since he did their job, they capitalized off those turnovers or – you know, committed those turners. They acted on it, got the ball, and um, they were able to to sneak out with the wind here. But this is going to be a little different now coming into Kansas City. Chiefs are, are uh, under seven favorites. Um, they're also minus 333. So if you bet $10, you'll make 13. Bengals are plus 260 underdogs. So if you bet 10, you will make $36. Uh, so that's a sneaky bet there. Um, they... Chiefs, Eric, they come off a huge win versus the Bills, 42-36. Like we said, 25 points scored in the last two minutes. Forgo has score changes. Um, man, the defense for the Chiefs, disappointing. Uh, secondary gave up so many you know, m- missed coverages, couldn't tackle. Uh, they're just average, and that's why the score got ramped up so high. They're going to have to switch that around against the Bengals. Obviously, you know, all they have to do is sit in zone. Obviously, the zone coverage has given the Bengals a lot of trouble. That's what the Titans did last game. Uh, and we saw how their offense, you know, they couldn't get the run game going. Uh, they just, they, they couldn't be, they weren't successful in the red zone, uh, in their own red zone even, and in the opposing red zone. They couldn't capitalize on that. So um, that's what I'm saying about the Chiefs. Just sit in zone, and all they got to do is uh, not have a, such a terrible offensive or defensive uh, showcase. I mean, all you got to mm-hmm. do is, not give up blown coverages because uh, that's what they're going to try and do. The Bengals run Jamar Chase down the field, uh, T. Higgins. So there's going to be some weapons that they're going to have to cover. And if you don't, they're going to they're going to capitalize on that like they like they did in mm-hmm. Week 17. Um, so Week 17, like we mentioned, uh, since he rallied from a 34-31 comeback, uh, they're down in the second half. Chiefs only mustered three points in the second half uh because that went to blown coverages so they weren't able the offense wasn't able to stick onto the field uh patrick mahomes is four seasons as a starter Eric, has four afc championship appearances already four for four so you know batting thousand and um for the Bengals to win eric they've struggled in the red zone we know that so they're gonna have to figure that out with uh joe mixon uh, the, the, the red zone is a very important part where you need to run the ball where you need to establish a run game because you know how narrow the field gets 
and it gets yeah. a little hard to pass to your receiver. So establish, like I said it every week, they need to establish a run game. The Bengals are so successful when they can have Joe Mixon run the ball, and then that leads, you know, play it pass or play option, uh, pass option with the receiver. So that's why they need to establish uh, a, a Renzo. And uh, I, I even wrote down the O line here, Eric. I don't think I need to mention it because they're probably gonna, you know. They're probably going to give up on Joe, but not give up on Joe Burr, but disappoint me. Uh, I mean, yeah, the O line is going to have a good game, have to have a good game, but I'm not even going to mention it because they most likely won't because <laughs> the O line's terrible. Uh, they gave up nine sacks. Um, but yeah, pray to Joe Burrow. That's what I also said. Pray to Joe Burrow, like I do every Friday night up, up, up until now. It will be Saturday night because the game's Sunday. I have prayed to Joe Burrow. Uh, my God, not the God, Joe Burrow. God, I pray to Joe Burrow, pray for him to have a great game because that's what they're going to have to do. Joe Burrow is going to have to be upright in the pocket, mm-hmm. slinging that ball, release, um, get the ball out of his hands quickly uh, because that pass rush of the Kansas City Chiefs, man, it can maul that O-line. So you're going to have to get the ball out fast. And uh, defense secondary coverage. Uh, some of their cornerbacks, you know, they had good games against uh, against the Titans, but then also let A.J. Brown just walk down the field whenever Ryan Tannehill saw him. So uh, you're going to have to watch that with Tyreek Hill, man. I don't want Tyreek Hill to be as open as A.J. Brown was uh, playing for the Titans last week because he was open, mm-hmm. got some 50-yard passes, and that will torch us if uh, Tyreek Hill is able to do that. Um, Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. Might be injured, Eric. He's in concussion protocol that mm-hmm. way. So um, there's a chance there for that secondary. That chief secondary was weak against the Bills. Very, yeah. And now without their best um, secondary uh, 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 cover, uh, cover or not cover, their best secondary player in Tyron Matthew, that secondary is just going to be as vulnerable as it was last week, even yeah. more. So that's where you got to look for the Jamar Chase, the T Higgins, maybe even Tyler Boyd uh, on those slant uh, hitch posts. So, or on the slant uh, routes. So uh, there's going to be a lot to, to look for. But, yeah, Joe Burrow is going to have to have an insane game because we know Mahomes is going to show up, do his thing. But, uh, yeah, that uh, stat, yeah, Bengals, yeah. Get Joe Mixon running the ball. I need to see some running yards. If they don't, if they can't establish a run game, it could be uh, over early for the Bengals. They need to get Joe Mixon involved in this game. That's the biggest okay. thing for me. Okay, okay. Great analysis once Great again. Analysis, be. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna not say it. I was like, okay, you got my. Well, head I'm gonna up. mention it. Okay, I okay, okay. said you didn't give me great analysis. <laughs> okay, but for this game, like you said, um, it's really gonna come down to like, it's not gonna come down because the the Bengals O line hasn't shown anything all year. Like, it's not like all of a sudden they're just gonna be insane, right? No. So, um, it's definitely gonna come down to that. And don't forget, Kansas is a really good. Um, like def- defensive, rush, like yeah, yeah like they're, they're good at that stuff. And Josh Allen had, to, but Josh Allen, uh, he had to scramble a lot, you know. Like, but Josh Allen's, I, I don't know if Joe Burrow has the ability to be able to scramble how Josh Allen did, you know. Like, it's you know, like because Josh Allen doesn't have the old line since he has. He he can scramble. Joe Burrow can scramble. It's okay. just that that there's been too many rushes where guys have gone on the inside mm-hmm. and he he can't go anywhere. Okay, fair, but exactly. So uh, that is gonna be definitely gonna be very interesting. But the fact that the honey badger isn't there is going to be huge for you guys. Cause Hey, but hopefully we don't know yet. Yeah. We, we don't know yet, but look, Hey, if Davis can get 201 yards and four TDs, what do you think Jamar chase can do without the, the secondary without the uh, honey badger? So I don't know, man. Um, it's definitely gonna be a really close game. I know I had Titans last week, but it, it wasn't for like, it wasn't like an off, you know, it was like Titans could have easily won that game. They're easily won that Number worse, yeah, but I don't know about easily, man. Ryan Tannehill, you can't say easily. He's your quarterback. Who else are you gonna? You need to have him on the field, and he no, but it, they need the, the, to throw the, the ball, and he didn't throw the ball great. Like the turnovers, you know, like had some really bad turnovers. They could have yeah. easily won off the field goal, right? Yeah. So, um, just just from that, and like Ryan Tannehill, like, terrible man, and even Derrick Henry, he really didn't do what I thought he like. But he, I gotta get one credit TD. to DJ Reader. DJ Reader, Eric, he's coming in for uh, the injured uh, Ogan Joby, who's out for the season. Mm-hmm. He had a great, he has seven sacks this season, by the way. He had a great season. He's out. DJ Reader, Eric, had a huge game against Derrick Henry. So you got to give a, le- a lot of credit to him and that okay. defensive pass rush for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, for this game, I, I, I can't, uh, I, I know I'm going to go against the Bengals, but for a reason, right? Okay. So this is how I see it. Um, I know you guys won the last matchup you guys had against them, but hey, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is a completely different breed. Even in that game, I was like, because I, 
I, I told you at the beginning of the show, like, I think Josh Allen's a better QB than Patrick Mahomes, to be honest. I, I, I think talent-wise, like, he's, he's better than Patrick Mahomes. That's a hot take. <laughs> that is a hot take. Talent-wise. Have you seen the no-look passes, man? Who does that? That's all talent. I don't know, man. Did you see Josh Allen? Like, Josh Allen showed a lot. I thought he did enough to win that game. Um, the de- Like, I can't say the deep because I think it was just both teams' offense were too good. I think that's what happened. It was just offensively, both teams were just too stacked. They had too many weapons. But, um, hey, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey just ate them apart, man. Like, Travis Kelsey, like, in overtime, right when Kansas won the, to- the coin toss, it was like, okay, it's probably a game right here. You know, it's like whoever won that coin toss was most likely going to win that game, right? So it was like, there's literally no doubt. It was like, yeah, they're going down the field. They're going to get a touchdown. They got Travis Kelsey and you got Tyreek Hill. You give Tyreek Hill a bit too much space, yo, this guy is gone, man. Yeah. And so um, that's, what, that's what made that last game very interesting. But um, for this game, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be too much for Bengals. I know you said, as you said, the whole season Bengals, their defense has been really good, but I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be too much. And uh, I don't know. It's the O-line, too, for um, Cincinnati. I don't know if the different – will you guys be able to score? Because you, you guys are going to have to score, like, at least 25-30 to win this game. You know well, what I mean? Listen, I, I mean, I could trust the offense. It just depends how – you know, because they couldn't get it going versus the Titans. Joe Mixon couldn't get it going. Mm-hmm. So there's a case to be made that the, the same thing could happen. But I would argue that Tennessee's defensive line is much better than Kansas okay. City's defensive yeah. line. Um, but yeah, like Joe Mixon has to be able to run, you know, five yards. He's got to average that five yards per run or something like that, you know, because if he can't run the ball and we know how how bad the defensive secondary has been for the Chiefs, but it just makes it harder to to just say, I'm throwing the ball now. So they gotta, they gotta be able to run, uh, Joe Mixon, give him the ball. They gotta give him 18, 20 carries, something like that. And, um, yeah, torch the secondary. You gotta take advantage of their weaknesses. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, but I can definitely see Joe Burrow doing um, what uh, Patrick Mahomes did, like, you know, yeah. step back and then throw it to, like, Jamar Chase down the field. You know, it's yeah. like the only thing that makes me – it's the fact that, like, I'm not saying Davis is not a good wide receiver. Like, yeah. obviously, no one knows who Davis is. Like, yeah. like no one – like, this guy gets four – you know what I mean? Like, imagine that's what fun. Jamar Chase – that's, the that's what I'm saying. That's, like, that's a good point you're making because Davis got four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs was being looked at the whole game, right? He They weren't exactly. going to let him get anything. And mm. that's the difference between a lot of these teams and Cincinnati is Cincinnati has five guys, Eric. Not many teams yeah. have five guys they can throw the ball to and spread it around, right? I mean, exactly. maybe you can make an argument for the Chiefs because, you know, uh, a lot of looks get uh, – a lot of people look at Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis, Travis Kelsey, and then you have McCole Hartman who's getting points. Pringle yeah, is getting Williams, touchdowns, yeah. you know, 50 yards. So you can make a case yeah. for that too. But they have five legit guys. Say, You know, I mentioned them, the tight end CJ who's on uh, running back, Joe Mixon, wide receivers, Tyler Boyd. You, they all, you can throw the ball to any five of them. Mm-hmm. That's why it's going to make it hard for the defensive coverage, secondary, to pick up all those guys. You got T. Higgins who's six for an elite wide receiver who's mm-hmm. being underlooked right now in the playoffs, let me tell you. And then Jamar Chase, who's one of the best playmakers already in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's where, And then you got CJ Uzama, who can give you a first down on a third down, right? A third and long, CJ can give you a first down. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have that luxury a lot of teams like the Bengals do. And it, it's a different look for the Kansas City. They're going to have to look at that. They haven't faced that at all. You know, Bills, Josh Allen, yeah. Stephon Diggs, you got to watch it. But after that, who's their offensive weapons? Devin Singletary got shut down. Uh, 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 it was just a passing, and then Gabriel Davis got four touchdowns. Like, yeah, sure, you got a, like a stray Gabriel Davis. He's a good wide receiver, but four touchdowns is insane. They just nobody looked at him or anything, mm-hmm. or broken cover, you know, broken coverages and stuff like that. And so that's why the Bengals, five guys, they can get the offense rolling, but they got to get Joe Mixon running too. And then we can have ourselves a game. And then it comes down: can the Cincinnati defense stop Mahomes and all those firepower weapons? Uh, it, it's gonna, it's gonna be especially the secondary in Cincinnati. They're gonna have to have a big game because I know Mahomes is gonna be launching that ball down the field. And they these two uh, two teams have played uh, two week, like in week seventeen, like we said. And if you watch that game, Kansas City had a lot of blown coverages. They had a lot of missed tackles, like that Jamar Chase catch there. Nobody was able to tackle him. So I don't expect that to happen this game where they have so many blown coverages and stuff like that. I expect their secondary to at least be a little tighter, but it can still be torch. It can still be. Uh, mm-hmm. um, 
uh, it could be used against them as a weakness. It's vulnerable without Tyron Matthew. So mm-hmm. that's where I need the Bengals to, to hit hard is these, these 30 you know, yard plays, these 15 yard passes with tire board slant. Like you got to utilize that. You got to uh, uh, exploit that. Yeah. No, but the, the thing with football too is sometimes it just kind of comes down to, we've seen it over and over, especially the last divisional round. It, you need a bit of luck, not luck, but you need things to go in your favor, right? Like one mistake can change the entire game. You know, like one block, one interception, like yeah. one turnover. We, we don't know what can happen, you know? Yeah. And it's literally, it's like, who's going to be even more focused? You cannot make, mis- you cannot, sl- you literally cannot slack off for like two seconds. You have to be on your toes. As penalties too, like all, all, all that makes a difference. So you yeah. If Bengals want to win this game and they have a good chance of winning this game to make it a super, yeah. they have to just be focused. I, I don't know, but uh, I don't know what your coach's name is. I forget what's his name again. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. He's got, he's got to tell that O line to figure it the fuck out because there's nothing to tell the O line. You ever see that? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that TikTok I saw? I was like, um, oh, it was, uh, I forget the lines for the movie, but anyway, it was like, it, it was a TikTok and it was talking about like Jamar Joe, like, uh, oh my! It was a, it was it was a scene from like Step Brothers or something. Anyway, like it was like uh, Joe Burrow uh, and Jamar Chase are like, yeah, yeah, we're t- uh, some guy going over, you know, TikToks with the the audio, like yeah, and it's like, yeah, guys, we did great out there and stuff like that. And it's like Jamar Chase, yeah, and like we rely at like you guys do your job and we do our job, and it's like the defense, Joe Burrow, and Jamar, yeah. Having, and then all that's like, yeah, guys, like we could do it, and they're like. <laughs> You want to talk? I'll shove my hand up your ass. I said, Muppet to talk, okay? Because that's how bad the O line's been. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been off. I'll see if I can find that TikTok, but uh, it, 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 it was hilarious. I found that TikTok uh, hilarious. Um, but yeah, like it's going to be a shootout, uh, hopefully. And I just want the Bengals to make this competitive. Joe Burrow will make it competitive because yeah. oh, Joe's sure. up there right now. Um, it's just the defense, like you said, has been great, but it's also been not so great at times for, for the, mm-hmm. for the, even with the, against the Titans at times, I was like, what the hell is the secondary doing? You know, AJ Brown's getting these passes. Like, how are we letting that happen? He's the most dangerous guy. And Julio too had some good catches. Um, so that's where we got to, got to capitalize and just capitalize down the field. I'm telling you, man, take advantage of that secondary. Oh. Um, but I'm taking the Bengals to cover and win outright. Obviously, I'm going to go with them. Okay. Uh, I am going to take the under. I took the under last week, <laughs> Bills and Cheese, so that didn't turn out too well yeah. in my favor. But I'm going to go with the under 54 and a half. Uh, obviously, I don't think it's be as explosive okay. as Chiefs and Bills was. Um, so I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take Bengals uh, to cover that game. Okay. No, um, I have the Chiefs winning this game. Sorry, but I have the Chiefs winning, and I have it going over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And what makes me feel good about the Chiefs, like uh, not the Chiefs, the Bengals actually making this game very. Well, I'm telling you, Joe Burrow is a winner, man. This guy has shown at every level that he can win games. You know, at LSU, he was able to beat Trevor Lawrence in the final. Like yeah. he's just, he's got that swagger to him. You know, like he's yeah. just got that that it factor, like in the clutch. Go shiesty, man, Joe Burrow. That's what, literally, so it's like it, you, when he has, a, you just have confidence in like he he'll be able to do the right play and. He's been doing that all season. So let's see if he can do it in the AFC championship. I mean, it's going to be a, a big, big, big yeah. entertaining game, man. And I just hope the Bengals, uh, if they can sneak one out here to go to the Super Bowl, Eric, that would be insane if the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to believe it. But, um, yeah, uh, let's move on, Eric. Those are the two games. Uh, we got our bets as well. Rams cover. Uh, Bengals to cover. I'm over 46, under 54 and a half. You're with the Rams to cover. Bengals as mm-hmm. well to cover. Rams to win outright. Chiefs to win outright. Mm-hmm. Over 46 in the and the Rams 49ers. Over 54 and a half in the Bengals Chiefs games. Now, Eric, let's move on to UFC 270. Yes, a fight. Uh, what a main card. Uh, a lot of entertaining fights. A lot of questionable fights. We'll get to a lot of disappointments, <laughs> I guess, in my eyes. Uh, but yeah, UFC 270 and Ganu, Gan, Eric, uh, Figueroa, Moreno, all these other fights. But let's focus on those two fights. Figueroa, uh, Moreno. Figueroa comes out. He's the new flyweight champ, Eric. He gets the win. A lot of people going back and forth. Maybe Moreno should have won that fight. He got knocked down three times. One of them came in the fifth round, Eric. Yep. Do you, you expect, do you think the decision was right for him? I think so. Figueroa. 
or not? You think Morano should have no. won? It, it's Casey tough because obviously okay. they would thank you. Yeah, no, but it's definitely um, it wasn't. It, it, I'm not gonna lie, Morano could have easily won that fight, but Figueroa could have. I definitely give it a bit in favor of Figueroa just because of the knockdowns and. Oh, oh, defense, internet connection. If you lose a point, you know, it's like it's very subjective, right? So, if you get a knockdown, it doesn't automatically mean that you win the round. So, sorry, I was just doing your frozen. You're frozen right now. I was just doing your face when you were frozen. It's funny. Um, but Eric, you're freezing a little, so let me, uh, uh, yeah, we can hear you. Uh, but uh, you there? Just pause the recording. Okay. And we're back. Uh, sorry, as we know, Eric's internet uh, yes. comes from the McDonald's Wi-Fi. They actually steal it. They don't pay for their own Wi-Fi, Fair. so we have to um, be—we have to be a little sympathetic and understand. Uh, but Eric Figueroa Moreno, let's skip to it. Fourth fight, or should there be another opponent? Okay, um, I—I'll be honest. Um, I don't know if, where you guys heard to what I was saying, yeah. but I think there should be a fourth fight because this fight was so close, man. I'm telling you. Um, like, I don't know if I answered your question properly. I don't know where it could not whatever. Should there but, be a fourth um, fight? I think there should be a fourth fight just on the fact that this fight was so close and that the first fight, a draw, right? Yeah. Second fight, Brandon Moreno wins by submission, obvious win. And then, um, Figueroa gets a belt back by winning a very close fight, very close, but he, he, he won just a bit. Right. So, um, as I was saying before, with the knockdowns is very subjective because Moreno outstruck him out like in terms of fighting, he, he beat him. But obviously if you get a knockdown, that means you did a bit more damage, right? If you get three knockdowns in three different rounds too, you could yeah. easily one win three rounds just like that, you know? So how I was looking, if, if you don't look at the knockdowns as like an automatic loss, I had Moreno winning like four rounds, just, just on, on the fact that like he outstruck him those rounds. But if you look at the knockdown as he, like, if you get a knockdown, like, that's my Figueroa won that round because he knocked him down three times in three different rounds, yeah. especially in the fifth round, too. So the fact that this fight was so cool, it was a very entertaining fight, too. There's a lot of action. It wasn't yeah. just, uh, nope. it wasn't just fists. You know, like, there, uh, there's grappling, too. Yeah. There's a lot of movement. Wrestling, and there's, yeah. it was exciting. It was an exciting fight to watch. And realistically, people would lo- love to watch this fight again. Like, maybe not a fourth time, but like, people would love, like, it's, it's, it's the flyaway, right? There, there's not that much action going on. But um, to answer your question, I do believe they should fight a fourth time. I don't know if they should wait on uh, the Askarov Kara France fight because that's, that's what whoever I'm wins that. Yeah. Whoever wins that fight gets the next. Uh, I believe that fight is in March. So uh, in March, we'll know if there's a winner. So Askarov actually drew against Moreno. So that shows that. And then uh, Moreno actually beat Kai Kara France by decision. Yeah. Uh, so it is, it, it's going to be very close because Askarov's a very good fighter. Moreno said himself, but he's, he's, he's a little boring, right? Yeah. He's not as exciting, but Cara France, we've seen him against Cody. He's very exciting, very explosive, right? So that would be a very exciting fight. That's a good stylistic fight. That's so I had said should get the title next fight. Yeah. So it, yeah, Cara France can easily get the fight, but whoever wins that fight realistically should get the fight, but there's no fight that would bring as much because Moreno right now is a pretty big name. He, He's yeah. been really good for the sport, especially in Mexico, as I said last week, um, in Mexico, and uh, even for this flyweight division. This division was going to die. Like, a couple of years ago, before uh, Henry Cejudo came, this division was going to die. So, um, that, that's why I think they should have this, have this fourth fight. They're talking about maybe having it in Mexico. That would be huge for the UFC. Obviously, Moreno would sell that out easily. And, hey, the Ferguson wants to... Basically, right now they have it at draw, and yeah, Figueroa has the belt, but Moreno has one decisive win over him. So that's where it's like, hey, it's not done. We don't know who's better yeah. between you two, but they could leave fight ten times, and it'd probably be five five. You know, so yeah, that's. Uh, I think the only fourth fight I'd want to see is McGregor Poirier fight. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Kyle, if you know Kai Carter Fancy beats Askarov, I think Figueroa and him should get the next fight. I don't think it okay. should be Moreno, but. Uh, uh, I'm just like three, four, five. Like, I don't think I want to see them fight again. Um, okay, but um, Nganu gone, Eric. Nganu yeah. retains his heavyweight belt. 
uh, versus Cyril gone in decision. I mean, crazy that it went to decision, Eric, and he came out with the wind as well. Who would have freaking bet on that or predicted that? You probably would have made a lot of money. Yeah, good for you. But I want to look at the scorecards here because this is where I am confusion. Because okay. Ron McCarthy, 48 47, 49 46, Sal Dama, uh, D'Amato. 49 46. Mm-hmm. How the heck do you have Francis Ngannou winning four rounds? Okay. Versus okay. Cyril uh, Gone. Derek Cleary, 48 47. So each, both of these other guys had Ngannou winning the last three. They had okay. Cyril winning the first two, who, which I thought. But before you start to uh, jump into yeah. it, like the scoring system in the UFC is flawed, Eric. It is flawed. You even talk about the takedowns. I think yeah. the takedowns is a good way of scoring. Obviously, if you take someone to the, they fall to the ground, right? Their posture, mm-hmm. they're not able to retain or stand up and they fall. Yeah, that's getting scored down at a knockdown. Wrestling's different though. Takedowns and then mm-hmm. ground control time, how much scoring had involved in this fight is ridiculous. And Ganu had way more control time, sure. But what was he doing? He wasn't doing anything on the ground. He was laying on Cyril Gone and won the fight because he laid on Cyril Gone. Even though I think Cyril Gone outstruck him on the feet and everything i still think you know yeah francis was great in the third round and stuff like that but man for it the last three rounds to go and gone his way not sure about that i just don't like that scoring i'd like okay maybe i'm a bit uh biased because i like surreal gone a lot and i thought mm. he'd be the heavyweight goat but he'll get another shot at the title no, oh for sure no doubt for but sure. man i just don't like that scoring i don't i don't okay no don't okay to, to answer your question um well first of all uh the betting if you bet on and gone to win by decision was a plus twelve hundred, yeah. which is actually insane. actually really insane. But uh, yeah, to answer your question about the scoring, okay. So w- with the scoring, it's weird because in the UFC, it- it's mixed martial arts. So any anything goes. Well, uh, obviously there's illegal things you can yeah. do, but anything goes. So uh, the scoring per round is whichever. Ra- like there's not like a decisive like oh if you knock him down that you minus one, you know, and there's no, like, uh, if, if you take a takedown, that's a minus it's, it's mostly of it's by eye, right? It's like, Oh, I think you did more. You dominated more. It's, it's about dominance. So since it's mixed martial arts, there's gonna be a lot of grappling wrestling. Yeah, right? I get that. He dominated on the ground. He dominated. didn't dominate though. He didn't throw a punch on the ground. But that's the fact that, okay. But the fact that Cyril gone couldn't stop him shows True. that there's a dominance there. And, and gone who, Hey, and Ganu had to go through that against Miocic. He had to realize that too. Because Miocic, that's how Miocic beat him. He just out-wrestled him. So you have to be... Every yeah. great fighter has to go through that where you'll get taken down. It's not pretty. It's definitely not pretty. P- fans might not like it, but you can win like that. It, it happens way more often uh, than you think. Like it ha- Especially in a heavyweight, you have to be able to wrestle. You cannot be a heavyweight uh, champion without being able to wrestle. And Ganu even said that before. He's like, and Ganu... Uh, he hasn't fought a wrestler. So the thing is, Ngannou was even saying, like, you, let him go through Curtis Blades because Curtis Blades is that one guy that if you can beat him, you're ready you're for a title wrestler, shot. Yeah, yeah you've beaten a wrestler, you know? So it, it, it's one of those. And um, gone, he, he, he's pretty young in the game. It's only his uh, 10th, uh, 11th UFC fight. Yep. Uh, it was his first time actually going through trouble on the ground, right? Because no one's ever actually tried to take him down. Um, but, hey, Ngannou fought a great fight. Um, he put like this guy risked everything. I, I watched so many interviews. This guy has gone through so much in life, and then he gets to this point, and the UFC wants him to lose, right? Yeah. He, they want him to lose because Dana White doesn't wrap the belt around his waist. Doesn't wrap the bad look. Does, doesn't even go to the pre- press conference or the or the post conference. Yeah. So just shows that obviously there's a contract dispute, and the dispute is weird because, okay, on one side, it's like he only got paid 600k for this fight, which isn't a lot, especially for the heavyweight yeah, champion, you know. And they, they don't want to pay him more. They, Francis Ngannou said, okay, either give me freedom or pay me more. And because when you're under um, yeah. the UFC, like he can't, he's not yeah, allowed he to go fight. box. Yeah, and he, he even said that he, he lost $7 million in like offers for fights. You know, like yeah. that's a lot of money. Again, but he, at the end of the day, it's not really about money. But if you're an independent contractor, it's either give me freedom or give me money. It's got to be one of them. And you're, you're not giving me any freedom and you're not giving me that much money. So it's like, yeah, it's and, a little tough. And we got to know that in a UFC contract for a UFC mm. champ, if he defends his title, then he has mm. to, or it, yeah, if he defends it, he has to defend it again or something like that. No, it's, or, it, um, it's something that, or like, or maybe he's done because he did defend his title. Yeah. No, because it, that was his last fight. Wasn't this was the last fight on his contract. 
or how many? No, uh, I, I, how many? I I don't remember what it was, but it was it was something like Ngannou didn't have to fight this fight. He okay. could have just waited out a year. Because I'm pretty sure if you it's your last fight, right, and you defend the belt, you have to fight again to defend. Okay. Like there's gonna be an, okay. a, 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 like if it's the last fight on your contract, you have one more fight on your contract, so you have to do this fight. I'm pretty sure if you defend okay. your belt, you get an, a, a, an additional like fight in your contract to defend the belt. Okay. Okay. I don't know, but well, like, yeah. He Tyson Fury wants to fight him for thirty million dollars or something like that. That's how much he got well, paid in his Deontay while yeah, like, yeah, he got paid more. He was like like forty million. Like he and God was looking at that. He's like, whoa, like yeah. he ain't paid that much. I mean, six hundred k. Like, come on, that's not is realistically for a fighter. No, this guy fought without an MCL, ACL, like tear and everything, that's and true. had to risk everything. Don't forget, this guy literally had to go across from uh from Cameroon, go to France, like literally like like some crazy. Sh- shit like we went to france like was homeless like guy's gone through so much and um his evolution in his game and everything is 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 really nice to watch but on the other hand you have to look at cyril gone um he's a really good fighter man he's got everything that he's he's very technical obviously he has to improve his grappling but you have to have some obstacle a bit like everyone goes to that like you you have to realize that okay um that that was made that was People never saw that weakness because no one ever attacked that weakness. So Nganu actually attacked that weakness. But um, as you said, the last three rounds, I'll give it to Nganu 100%. I think he won the last three rounds pretty safely. Maybe the last round, man, we talked about this before the show, but that oh, leg yeah. lock, a lot That's of people have talked. In the corner, gone. No wonder Francis Nganu left his coach because mm-hmm. I, you overhear, they let you overhear what they're saying, the coaches. They're yeah. saying, we're losing this fight. We're losing, we're, we're losing this fight. Going into that fifth round, he was, was not tied. losing that round. Yeah. He was not losing that fight. Yeah. If he held that top control on yeah. Ngannou, he would have won that fight. What's he do? Yeah. He goes for a leg lock. No yeah. wonder Ngannou left that coaching staff. That that just that commentary of yeah. his coaching to to gone and getting in his head and saying that stuff screwed him this fight. If he stayed on top, no doubt in my exactly. mind he wins that fight. Goes for a random leg lock, gives up top position, yeah. and then he loses the fight because of that. Bad coaching. No. Bad coaching. Yeah. It's because the the judges had it. Even if he won that, he would have won a split decision. He would have won that split decision. That's bad so, coaching. no, it, it's definitely for Antares. He's not a bad coach, but uh, that's why Nganu left. It, it was really like Nganu w- sometimes wouldn't listen, so that was a problem. But like, <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that if you told me. You know what I mean? Like, I think because realistically, the first two rounds were really close. Yeah, but definitely a bit in favor of Gone. That's why I don't mind that one judge giving that first round to Ngannou. 49-46 I found ridiculous. but It, it wasn't that bad, but that last round, man, um, it was so weird because when I was watching the fight, he had him in that leg lock, and then I was like, yeah. I was like, and then you look at Ngannou's face, the guy has yeah. no reaction. So nothing's and then working. He, even Ngannou said after the fight, he was like, because that was his bad, it was his good leg too, so it wasn't even his bad leg. Yeah. So he was doing a leg lock, and Ngannou was like, okay, tire yourself out, like yeah. it's not doing anything. Cause you don't have my hips locked in yeah. yet. So you're not doing anything and then you're tying yourself out and I just got good positioning. So yeah. do whatever you want. And then, but on the other hand, gone, he thought he, he had, he thought he, he was this close to having it, which is it's, really yeah. weird to see both sides. Cause when you're watching the fight, you're like, yeah. look at the size and gone. was like, yeah, you're, you're not doing that much damage. It didn't look like he was doing much. You know, the yeah. leg lock, it would look very like the technique. It, it just didn't look like you, he was hurting, you yeah. know? I don't know if Ngannou played it off well, but yeah. like it just didn't seem like that, you know. Like okay, quickly the next fight, Ngannou's yeah. next opponent, Cyril's next opponent. Who should it be? Okay, so I think Ngannou. He's probably gonna fight like in a year, right? He's probably not gonna fight again this year. Um, I think he should fight the winner of someone and someone. And um, I I think Gone should fight either Miocic or John Jones, and then winner of that gets a fight in Ngannou. Okay. So I think Miocic and John Jones should go at it. Okay. It's yeah. a good so stepping stone for John Jones as well. Exactly. But it's a good, com- uh, any combination of them three would yeah. be perfect. It would be fine. I- I'd be fine with John Jones. I'm not sure if he even wants to come back, but the most realistic one, because I don't know if John Jones is really going to, like, this guy's been talking, like, uh, he's just been on Twitter, right? He hasn't yeah. really said it. Uh, like, he hasn't really, like, fought much. So yeah. I think realistically, Miocic and Gone, that would be a really good fight. Uh, winner of that. I think should get if if uh yeah. Gon can beat Miocic, that shows my wrestling is back. I can because de- he was really close to winning yeah. that. So um if John Jones actually wants to fight, then he should fight Miocic 
and then winner of that should get it. And then gone because you don't want gone fighting Derek Lewis, but Derek Lewis, if he beats Tai Tuivasa, yeah, he's back which is in just, it's which is just for pure entertainment, but like he'll he's be back, back at the top. If he fights like John Jones versus Derek Lewis, could probably do John Jones versus you know, like but Derek Lewis, hey, don't count out Derek Lewis, man. Like he's been Francis before, too. Yeah. So, I just think those oh, guys have evolved and he's stayed Derek Lewis. That's, that's fair. But Derek Lewis even said he's not there for like to win, but he's just there for entertainment. Yeah. He's just there to knock out people. So that's why everyone loves Derek. Well, we will have to find out uh, in the future months down the line what the heavyweight division is going to look like. Uh, but thank you for listening to the Shiv and Zang show on Spotify or watching it here with us on YouTube. Much appreciated. And we'll see you guys in next week's episode. <gasps> Roll the outro!